0: Hello, this is Margarita Hobbs. Welcome to Who are the Creative People in Your Neighborhood? A podcast that highlights creative people who live and or work in Coquitlam, BC, Canada. Today we chat with artist and illustrator Deanna Fligg. Deanna is an advocate for bees and other pollinators, and is a painter and illustrator who makes artworks with bees as a main subject. Because of her love of insects and other creatures who help plants make fruit and seeds, Deanna has become known as the pollinator artist or the bee girl. In this interview, we will hear about her artistic journey, about how she searched for her perfect career, the highlights and challenges of making a living as a creative person. And we find out the origin story of her illustrated bee character, Jovi. Deanna, I know that you've been painting for a few years now, but how did you become the pollinator artist?
1: I actually started painting again after a long break back in 2011. And it's a whole cliche of pain and trauma and joy simultaneously brought me back into the art field. I ended up getting incredibly sick and wound up in the hospital. I had no idea what I was going to do with life at all and i decided at the end a little at the end of 2011 i wanted to paint again mm-hmm. to maybe bring some of that joy back into my life i decided to just take the first photograph that i did of a of a bumblebee
0: mm-hmm.
1: and which i took during my schooling back in 2006 and i painted that that bumblebee the joy started to come back more and more and more. And then I chose to do this series of bumblebee or bees that basically started with every letter of the alphabet. So then I ended up getting into some markets. And then over time, Between 2012 and 2013, I started to become known as the bee girl. Bees kind of felt like they saved me from a very dark, very dark world. And it became my thing. So it wasn't something that, yes, that is what I'm going to be doing. It just Mm -hmm. kind of happened. Now I have such a connection to them. I, you know, I ended up becoming like an advocate for them and learning about them. And and now, you know, I educate others and there's a whole meaning and it all kind of just came together. I didn't start the whole advocating and educating and, and all of that at the beginning.
0: Aside from your paintings, you also sell illustrated products like greeting cards with your bee character. Can you tell us how that started?
1: That's actually really funny how that happened too because that was accidental because there was a moment um where I got stuck again Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think all us artists we get stuck we don't really know what we're doing most of the time at least I don't (laughs) I got stuck again with the painting and I'm like okay well how am I supposed to make what we call our bread and butter being an artist isn't all fabulous rainbows and unicorns with you know being strong on the financial the financial (laughs) terms but um uh jovi her name's jovi my Mm -hmm. character she ended up coming alive in 2018 in october and she was just a a fun i don't even know if she was like a character she was just an image that i wanted to draw and I had an an idea in my mind about a bee dressing up in costumes but you know bringing joy and the the things that she stands for now uh, she stands for love and joy and individuality and Mm -hmm. uh, appreciation encouragement all the good stuff with with bee education obviously she was just a a one-time thing but people responded well to her the public went crazy for her and I wasn't really expecting that I got more praise for her than I had in my artwork it's a different it's a different kind of art yeah they're very different ones I find more professional uh, down to earth laid back the illustrations are fun and laughable and now I add puns to them.
0: And you sell your illustrations and cards at some shops around town?
1: Yes yeah a few shops um, working towards more down the road.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your creative journey. My understanding is that you tried a few things and did quite a bit of design work before you started your work with bees and other pollinators is that right?
1: Yeah I kind of dipped my toes and a lot of design worlds the fine arts schooling happened first that was at Kwantlen and then I ended up finishing my fine arts and my certificate in fine arts and so I did that for a year at Kwantlen and then I kind of realized well I don't know how to make a living out of this and you have everyone in the background saying you can't You can't be an artist. You can't make a living off of art. So I had to figure out, well, okay, what can I do to uh, make some money, sustain my living expenses? And my dad's an architect. So I was kind of, I kind of grew up around that area. And Mm -hmm. so I went into interior design. And so I was at BCIT doing interior design for two years. And then I wasn't really feeling it. It sounds like I quit a lot of things, but it's not. <laughs> I don't. And at the time I was working at a shop called Beadworks. So those two kind of meshed. I was doing schooling at BCIT and then I honed my jewelry skills at Beadworks and I was there for five years. And then that kind of aired that timeline and there. That's where I got stuck. Yeah. And so I kind of started like this jewelry line and had uh, home parties invite all my friends and family and you know we'd have drinks and people would come and buy my jewelry and that was really fun but again it wasn't something that was going to make me survive over the years financially you know i sat down with my parents and we wrote out everything that i liked and what I didn't like, they're very supportive parents. I'm very thankful for having. We came up with floral design. So I basically did floral design school and I have my certificates in uh, you know, all the beginner, intermediate um, wedding certificates in the floral design industry and um, that kind of got me on a different path. But I mean, yeah, it's all, it's all in the creative fields.
0: So now you have found a good career fit and you're calling as a bee girl. Can you tell us what you love most about what you do?
1: The fact that I can create, it feeds my soul. Even if it wasn't bees,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I would still need to create somehow. And I think other artists can relate on that Yeah, in terms of, the fact that I get c- to create um, s- surrounded with bees as a subject, that just makes things so much better because I have such a personal connection to them mm-hmm. and why they came into my life. That's a huge highlight. And it it really pains me when I can't create. Uh, but that's a huge highlight. I think another highlight of this business that I went down is engaging with others it's one thing that i love doing i i it it doesn't scare me putting myself out there that was never a a thing for me
0: what kind of challenges do you encounter in your job
1: it's like 75 percent rejection in this in this business you're constantly applying for things that that's a big challenge trying to push what my values are as an artist, uh, educating. I love that engagement with, with others. and I And I think that's one thing that was a huge struggle this past year because all of our markets and shows, yeah. they were all canceled. Some other challenges that I tend to face on a personal level, I have a lot of physical challenges. One reason why I had to take a long break and i'm still taking a break if my body isn't cooperating or if things aren't working i can't
0: create i agree with you as artists and creative people we really do have to take care of our health thanks for sharing your journey with us now i'm sure that there are listeners out there who are interested in knowing what they can do to help our pollinators what advice or suggestions do you have to offer them so they can do their part
1: uh, there's a few sp- main specific things that I tell people. One is stop using chemicals. It is one of the big issues in this world that is harming pollinators. And that is coming into light more and more and more. And it's not just spraying, it's your fertilizers. Mm. That goes into the soil anything in the soil so you want to make sure that you're using organic soil organic fertilizers because the roots soak all of that up then plant for pollinators so finding native plants in your region because it's different everywhere depending on where you live Mm -hmm. and there's multiple species that you can choose from i always say here in our in our west coast we have all the seasons and we tend to do really well with chives and chives are great for pollinators we love them and we can cook with them mm-hmm. we need them so it's kind of like a win-win but um yeah planting for pollinators is definitely a good thing because you know creating biodiversity and all of that is really really good and supporting your local beekeepers and farmers. Mm. That's another big, big thing. I would say the average person can do
0: mm-hmm.
1: going to farmer's markets, but you know, a lot of places do have storefronts like the honeybee center mm. out in the Valley. there, um, bordering Surrey and Langley. Yeah. You know, they have, they have a gift shop where you can buy local honey. And so, You know, doing those those little things.
0: Where else can people find out more information about you, your paintings, illustrations and your cause?
1: I will have a a thing on my website, a page on my website that will contain all of this information and more.
0: A very sincere thank you to Deanna for sharing with us today at Who Are the Creative People in Your Neighborhood. Deanna's story is inspiring and fascinating to me because she had to navigate a lot of uncertainty in her creative journey. Despite that and having to deal with health issues, she stuck with her guns, stayed true to herself, never wavering in her decision to continue looking for the right creative outlet for her. I also admire the way she listened and took action when certain things felt right and inspiration struck. Because of her flexibility and willingness to try new things, fate seemed to have brought her to her calling, being a creative advocate to the animals, the pollinators, that she has grown to love so much. Learn more about Deanna, her artwork, and more about how we all can help the bees at Dianaflig.com. That's D-E-A. N-N-A-F-L-I-G-G dot com. Thanks for listening. Looking for more creative stories and inspiration? Visit the Who Are the Creative People in Your Neighborhood website at mtmhobs.com slash podcast. That's m-t-m-h-o-b-b-e-s dot com slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter where you will be kept up to date on upcoming episodes and other artists and creative news.